0: Welcome to the reload with Sean Hansen, where we dig into performance coaching for unconventional leaders. I'm your host, Sean Hansen. I've traveled all over the world and worked with people from a host of cultures and backgrounds. The lessons I've picked up throughout my life are what allow me to help extraordinary leaders discover, strengthen, and deploy the most powerful characteristics they possess to create dramatic positive change in the world. A blog article I once came across said that we treat our planet as if we have somewhere else to go. In my observations, we often treat ourselves and each other the same way. But in no case is that a strategy for long-term success. At the end of the day, the people I work with are all about long-term success, and they want to be the catalyst for dramatic positive change at work, at home, and in the world. In the coaching industry, there is a question that is often used to force people into a decision about how they want their life to go. And that question is, do you believe that life happens to you or for you? Now, I've yet to hear a client choose that life happens to them. Because we all implicitly recognize that when we sign up for that, we're signing up for a victim mentality. But when we pull the layers back, every last one of us has times or areas in our life where we feel that life is happening to us and not for us. It's really not until we experience deep challenge, whether it's the loss of a loved one, being fired from a job... At the time of this recording, here in May of 2020, the COVID-19 pandemic and all of the fallout that's coming from that, whether it's layoffs or whether it's mass concern and fear around what will happen with the weave of our society. And I don't just mean American society or Canadian society or German society, but really global society. Where, where are we being held together as a species? Where are we being held together as a world community? So in the midst of all of our perceived fears and perceived weaknesses, I help amazing leaders create a life beyond what they can imagine. Opening a positive Pandora's box, if you will, offering unlimited potential and opportunity to find the richest life possible. It's like those videos on YouTube where you see colorblind people try those special glasses that allowed them to see color for the first time. Their world is still the same, and yet it is completely and irrevocably different. They've gone from limited black and white to color and limitless potential, limitless possibility. This is the mission that drives my life. This is what I've decided I'm going to dedicate myself to and how I can help make this world a better place. Now, why would that be my mission? Well... With so much self inflicted pain in the world, there's a discussion that needs to be had. We need to better understand ourselves and our relationship with others. We have such tremendous opportunity to live in a way that's rewarding and fulfilling, to have relationships and professions that energize us instead of dragging us down. Moreover, there is so much wasted energy on pretense and politicking instead of living in a way that's genuine and courageous and faithful to who we want to be. This is the discussion that I want us to have. This is the pain that I want us to address. Because in order for us to get to that really amazing life, does require us to dive deep into ourselves, to dive deep into the things that we have shame about, that we have guilt about, the areas where we criticize ourselves and others in an attempt to armor up and provide ourselves with this image or facade of safety. It's in that discussion that we find the origin of ourselves. And in connecting with that, and in releasing that messaging or that influencing that we received from outside forces and that we have doubled down on ourselves, in that discussion, in those origins, in that alignment, that is where we really connect with our true selves. All the various multitudes and multiplicities of our true selves. For those of you who are clients of mine and are listening to this, you know, you've heard this over and over and over again, that we are not just one holistic unified thing. That We have so many different aspects to ourselves and it is through that interrogation or that analysis that we begin to really reconcile and understand the various parts of ourselves So why me? There's plenty of people to listen to <laughs> in the podcast world. I don't know. Over over a million podcasts I think exist at this point in time. Well, I won't be a right fit or a good fit for everybody. Generally, I tend to work with business leaders, entrepreneurs, and also combat veterans. And my perspective has been formed by a lot of failures and false starts throughout my life. But in living overseas and experiencing numerous different cultures, most of the time in a friendly capacity, but with two combat deployments to Iraq, um, you know, some of it was hard. Some of it was extremely hard. And it was in those lessons that I learned the most about how human interaction plays out when people start being raw, and raw not by choice, <laughs> raw because of the fact that their, their environment, their world, had exposed them to conditions that forced them into making decisions, extremely difficult decisions. And this is an area where I feel most leaders that I've worked with can share, can empathize with that experience of having to wrestle with equally amazing choices or also equally potentially harmful choices. Wrestling with that paradox this whole damned if you do and damned if you don't expression. And so, in that discussion, allowing extremely intelligent, extremely well experienced individuals to get yet an even deeper look at themselves, at their organizations, at their families, to really figure out how it is that they want to impact this world. Through my own experiences, both personally and in working with clients, I'm in a place where I can facilitate that conversation to help you potentially see something that you haven't seen before. Think of things in ways you haven't. More importantly, I've learned how much mindset mastery impacts fulfillment and satisfaction. Happiness and fulfillment aren't something that you get. They're something you create for yourself by choice, even when it's hard, especially when it's hard. And it's an ongoing process. And it's that ongoing process that has me continuing to seek out coaching and continuing to seek out opportunities for inner development. Continuing to expand my level of awareness and consciousness about the decisions that I make and the decisions that I try to avoid. Ultimately, with my coaching, I try to straddle the line between traditional or con- I don't want to say conventional, but traditional executive or leadership coaching, and what you know a lot of people consider quote unquote life coaching. And really, it's, it's keeping our sights set on a performance orientation through heart and soul work. And for most of my clients, I would argue that talking about heart and soul work is not <laughs> top of their mind. It is definitely something that gets some incredulous looks when we first breach that topic trying to understand okay what well, how is talking about my feelings going to help out or how is talking about my relationships outside of work going to help my performance at work and there's this expression that how we do anything is how we do everything and really all that's designed to do is to communicate to people that despite the great pride that they take in trying to think of themselves as master compartmentalizers So many of my clients tell me this with pride. Oh, I can compartmentalize like nobody's business. Yeah, I get it. I was in the same boat for years. And to some degree, I still think of myself in that way. But what I had to learn for myself and what I continue to learn through my clients is that we are not capable of isolating ourselves. We are not capable of putting things in nice, neat little boxes without some of that energy leaking out and bleeding through into the other boxes, the other compartments. And when we begin to realize that, and when we begin to recognize the patterns that come from that, and we see how the origin of that narrative or that paradigm has continued to sort of diffuse across our lives. And we see those patterns start to pull themselves apart. That is when we actually empower ourselves to make a difference in our own lives. And then from that position of empowerment to make a difference in the lives of those around us and to then create this ripple effect. So part of this process is a, you know directly aimed at mindset mastery it is a very proactive initiative taking stance and we look at that through mental models we look at that through the exploration of thought leaders throughout history and also contemporary times so who might we be looking at well i mean obviously <laughs> from history we're looking at some of the world's major religions and the leaders who propagated those religions and what is the story and what is the, the narrative and what are the morals and ethics that come from those belief structures. Between Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, a couple more that I'm not mentioning, we have billions of people on the planet that on some level subscribe to what these belief structures have put out. There is some depth of wisdom there that we can tap into to improve ourselves and improve those around us. But to analyze it in a way that is clear-eyed and clear-thinking and not just dogmatic, not just following a set of instructions because it's fucking easy. In more contemporary times... Who might we be looking at? I don't know. Take your pick, right? Martin Luther King, Mahatma Gandhi, Mother Teresa are obviously easy ones that come to mind, but also poets and scholars, those people who are in the trenches, so to speak, looking at major societal issues that are impacting the way that we treat each other. The way that we frame our interactions with each other. Again, there is so much wisdom that can be tapped into if we only look at it. And if we take the time to really try to appreciate what that individual, that that thought leader, so to speak, was trying to convey. Because they experienced reality in a certain way. And that experience informed what they were trying to communicate. But as they like to say in the teaching industry, comprehension is measured at the listener's ear, not at the speaker's mouth. Which is why we get to do this thinking for ourselves. Where do we see something that fits? Where do we see something that we would choose to challenge? And why? Not just having it as a base reaction, oh, I don't like that. Therefore, I will dismiss it or actively take a stance against it. But to use those instigators, use those provocations as an opportunity to understand that that is a flag, a flag that says, look here, there is something going on. What is that thing that's going on? What is it that has you riled up or has you snorting in derision, thinking that this person is just so stupid. Another way that we're going to look at mindset mastery is in the deep dives that come from what's been affecting my clients. These are people in day-to-day life, responsible for running families, responsible for running businesses, responsible for running parts of the government, military units, running their own projects in their off time? How is it that they connect with those things that make their life truly worth living as opposed to just trying to spin the wheel to get to tomorrow so they can just repeat it all over again? How many of us actually consciously tap into that which makes this life Vibrant. Joyous. Wonderful. Versus existing in a state of autopilot. Where things are fine. I hear that all the time from my clients. When I ask them how things are going. I'm busy and things are fine. Those two things are what I hear most often. So we have to actively fight or (laughs) embrace. I I would choose whichever uh, language makes more sense to you, but we have to actively work toward finding that stuff which makes our life amazing. That actually does fill us with awe. And not just slapping the word awesome on something because that's what we're programmed to say. But Where are you truly actually feeling awe? We'll also want to look at the potential for bringing in some interviews. Interviews with practitioners from various fields. Those who are in the trenches every day helping people live better lives. Whether that's nutrition, whether that's with plant medicine, whether that's with personal finance, because again you are a whole person you are not one dimensional you are not your job you are not your car you're not all the things that all the trappings that we like to think of represent us but to work with a person is to work with the whole person and to ensure that there are no uh, you know, massive gaps in what allows them to live the best life they can My belief and my coaching philosophy is not just to do heart and soul work, but to also work on that which is concrete, that which is practical. I like to tell my clients, yes, we start with highly conceptual beginnings, sometimes in a very esoteric place. And I would argue that as the coaching engagement continues that many of the topics become more and more abstract, veering more and more to that, you know, what is the meaning of life kind of territory. But that ultimately we look at those things not just so that we can stare off into the cosmos and think grand thoughts, which, sure, feels amazing, feels lofty, but ultimately that we are trying to put this thing on the ground somehow. So it's this combination of contemplating the universe to understand where it is that we want to set our North star, but then understanding how we put boots on the ground. And maybe it's the military background that's coming into play here, but ultimately I want this thing to be practical. I want the coaching. I want this show to be able to help people in practical ways, but by also opening mental doors or windows that allow people to see something that they haven't been able to see before. So in the process of trying to make it practically applicable, we'll also be talking about various resources that others have found useful. So what is the mindset of my typical client? From what I've seen, so far at least, all my clients, whether they're men or women, and I generally try to keep a pretty even mix, but for whatever reason, I typically seem to have more women clients than than men clients, but they're all very left brain, sort of right angle, hard edge kind of people. They all have a lot of responsibilities on their plate. And they all have a lot of pressure that they're feeling and they all generally sort of Recognize that there is something out there that they want to tap into. These people have accomplished all the things we're told that we should accomplish. Money, power, possessions, respect. They have all this sort of external trapping in their life that they can point to and say, look, my resume of life is quite full. It's fuller than yours. And I would agree for, for the most part. Uh, I would say yes, that their resumes of life are fuller than mine, most definitely. But they have started to realize that there is something deeper out there that they haven't been able to reach. They haven't been able to touch. They can't quite put it into focus. They can't quite see it. They, they catch it on the periphery of their vision. My clients are people who want to explore mindset mastery and actively create a better quality life for themselves and for the people they care about. Whether that's in their career, whether that's in their immediate family relationships or dating relationships, whether that's with their fitness, their health, their finances. It's not always about more. Sometimes it's just about better, and what does better look like? What good does it do to have all the money in the world if you never actually enjoy it? What good does it do to have all the money in the world and feel like having money is wrong? Yeah, I get it. That seems messed up. And I'm sure there are people out there thinking to themselves, There's no way that I would ever feel that way. And if that's true, then great. But I've worked with people that made a lot of money and who felt a sense of guilt around having a lot of money, quite often because they came from underprivileged backgrounds where having money, being monetarily wealthy, was something that just wasn't done. That's not what we do around here. (laughs) And all of the judgments that come with that. So ultimately, what we're trying to do here in this show, and by we, I mean you and me. Because I go through this process myself. We're trying to lean into the areas of resistance that we have. We want to feel those sharp, jagged edges, get to know where they are, get to know what they protect, how it is they keep us from looking deeper into things so that we can know where we, go- we are going off track. Where do we need to invest more time and attention in order for us to be able to have this life that we want? Ultimately, we're trying to explore and we want that, or at least I want that exploration to be useful and to be challenging and yeah, maybe even a little fun. It doesn't always have to be a kick to the crotch where, you know, just every single time that you look inside yourself, it's a festival of misery. But to also recognize where it is that you are doing things well, where it is that you feel a sense of pride. Not necessarily ego, where you're trying to push others down when you show them how much you've accomplished, but wholesome pride of recognizing that you've worked hard to accomplish something. And sure, maybe there are other people around you that have accomplished quote unquote more or better But that for you, you have accomplished more than you thought possible. You have expanded yourself. So I thank you for your time and listening to this introductory episode. And if you are one of my clients, this this show is really designed to help you have additional thought-provoking conversations with those around you. In between the times when we do work together, because I care so much about you that I want you to be able to thrive to the fullest degree possible, and I invite you and your friends to join me as we look at things from a different angle.